Uh, but this morning, I want to share a uh, short message in light of uh, Vision Sunday. Um, are we all familiar with, the, you know, the game Hide and Go Seek? <laughs> Amen. I remember when I was young, you know, the whole point of this game is to hide yourself so good so that no one can find you, to be able to... Um, to be so good in hiding yourself that they can, whoever's going to come looking for you cannot seem to find you. And when I was about five years old, I had a fifth, uh, I had my parents, they threw on this amazing fifth birthday for me. And so I had some of the kids from my school come, uh, you know, some of the kids at church came and a lot of my cousins were there. But one of the things that we did at my fifth birthday was we played hide and seek. And so the moment that we heard that countdown, we went rushing off and everyone went hiding. And so I go into one of our rooms and I switch off the light and I jump into this little cabinet thing that we had in the room and then I hide myself in there. But the problem was with this cabinet there, the, the doors, they weren't actually completely shut. So there was a little gap and I could see through it. And while I'm sitting in this cupboard and hiding and waiting, I couldn't help but notice this massive, this huge shadow figure thing in front of, um, of the door of the room that I was in. And I'm looking at it. I start to freak out. I am numb. I'm like, I'm not trying to breathe. I'm not trying to say anything or even cry because I'm so afraid that this figure is going to attack me. And so my cousin runs into the door. He opens the door, switches on the light. Then I realize that this thing that I saw was actually just a black towel that was hanging on the door. Have you ever had one of those moments where you, you thought you saw one thing, but because it was so dark, it wasn't until you shone the, shone, like shined the light on it that you realized, oh, that's not what it was? Or have you driven in some of our um, really, uh, you know, some of our country areas and some of the roads is, you know, windy and you can't really see that far ahead. And so you put your lights on high beam so that the light can illuminate the path for you as you're driving. You see, it's because without light, there is only darkness. Light is the thing that dispels darkness. Light itself cannot be seen but it reveals everything in its presence. You can't hold light, you can't grasp light, but light can be everywhere at once. Light can fill spaces that are available to it, but it can never invade uh, spaces that are closed to it. Light uh, exposes, light uh, clarifies, light brings clarity, light illuminates, light shapes things. Light actually helps us to see. As I was preparing for this message, I found out that our sight and our vision is achieved when our eyes and our brains work together to form the pictures of the world all around us. Vision begins when the rays uh, of light start to bounce off different objects. These reflected rays then enter our eyes and are transformed into electrical signals. Millions of signals per second leave the eye through a particular optic nerve and they travel to the visual part of the brain. Brain cells then decode and process these signals into the images that we see, providing us with sight, providing us with vision. Without light, we cannot see. Light is very important. The word light is actually mentioned 272 times in the Bible. And many a time the word light is used to refer to natural light, but other times it's used to... Uh, metaphorically and figuratively uh, and spiritually explain things. For example, light is often used to refer to wisdom and understanding. Another example would be light is used to refer to the nature of God. 
In 1 John 1 verse 5, it says, This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you that God is the light and in him there is no darkness at all. Uh, Light is also used to figuratively uh, refer to salvation. Salvation means being delivered or saved from something that is causing harm or that would bring death. 1 Peter 2 verse 9 says this, you are a royal, uh, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. In other words, you've been saved from darkness and brought into his marvelous light. Light is also used to refer to life. John 8 verse 12, Jesus spoke to them again saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Light is also used to refer to the word of God. Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God uh, was hovering over the surfaces of the waters. But then God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good. Oftentimes when it comes to the creation story, we often put uh, great emphasis on how it all began with uh, God saying, let there be light. But actually it began with a void. It began with emptiness. It began with the chaos. It began with darkness. It began with the need for light. God spoke into the formlessness. God spoke into the emptiness. God spoke into the chaos. God spoke into the darkness. And darkness was being shaped by the word of God. God's word, the light, pierced the darkness. It entered into the darkness. It means that light brought about order. Light brought about goodness. God saw that the light was good. Light dispelled darkness. Light revealed everything in its presence. Light is important. We live in a time where truth and light is not even considered anymore. That which was right is now considered wrong, and that which was wrong is now considered right. That which was darkness is now considered light, and that which was light is now being referred to as darkness. And this is why we need the light. We need light. Manurewa needs light. Auckland needs light. New Zealand needs light. The world needs light because without light, there is nothing but darkness. And you may say, okay, that's great, but what does this have to do with me and how does this relate to Vision Sunday? Well, you see, God is the source of light. In Him, there is no darkness. God comes into the world through the person of Jesus Christ and He says, I am the light of the world. Uh, He who follows me shall not walk in darkness. Uh, but have the light of life. This means that every person who believes in Jesus, who has placed their faith in Jesus, who has put their trust in Jesus for salvation, now become reflectors of the light. It means that our lives uh, were once formless. Our lives were once chaotic. Our lives were once full of darkness, but the light of God shone into our lives and that life which was full of darkness is now full of the light of God. God spoke into the darkness and the darkness was shaped by the word of God. Let there be light. Jesus Christ, who is the word, stepped into our darkness, stepped into our void, stepped into our formlessness and took our dark lives 
and took our lives from darkness to light. We were once sinners, but we are now made righteous through Jesus Christ. We were once dead, but we now have life through Jesus Christ. We were once walking in, de- in, in the darkness, but we are now walking in light through Jesus Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Jesus who lives in me. We were once blind, but now we can see because the light of God has entered into our hearts and it has changed our lives. But here's the thing, it doesn't stop there. Jesus says to every believer, every person who has put their faith and trust in Jesus, he says, you too are the light. Matthew 5 verse 14 to 16 says this, you are the light of the world. Like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden, no one lights a lamp and put it, puts it under a basket. Instead, um, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. What do we need to do? That's the big question. You see, church, we must shine the light. Church, you are the light. The light of God looks good on you. White looks good on you. Holiness looks good on you. Godliness looks good on you. Christ-likeness looks good on you. Love looks good on you. Peace that surpasses understanding looks good on you. Unity looks good on you. Grace looks good on you. Good deeds look good on you. Church, you weren't made to be lit up and then put uh, under a basket and hidden. You were created to be the light, to shine the light, to reflect the light of God to the world. It means that because you are connected to the light source, you can then carry the light with you wherever you go. It's not a matter of doing, it's a matter of being. All you have to do is tap into the light source because if you are connected to the light source, you just naturally reflect the light. If you are connected to God, you naturally reflect the radiance of God. It doesn't matter where you go or where you step because uh, if you are connected to the light, you are taking the light of God with you into your schools, into your work, on the public transport, in the mall. What do we need to do? We need to shine the light. The second question is, why do we need to shine the light? It's so that others may see. This is why we shine. We shine so that Manirewa can see the light of God, not the light of Elam, not the light of a man, not the light of a particular group, but the light of God. Because all these other lights, they can flicker and go out, but the light of God will not flicker and go out. The light of God that illuminates everything in its way. The light that brings life to that which was dead. The light of Jesus shines the hope to that which was filled with hopelessness. Light that brings peace to that which is filled with distress. That's why we shine. We shine so that others may see. You see, we do Elam Soup Kitchen. We do it because we are shining the light so that others may see. We do car boot sale. We do it because we are shining the light so that others may see. We've had so many testimonies of people coming to the Lord through car boot sale, people who were once blinded by sin and bitterness and unforgiveness and addiction, are blinded by bondage. They can now see. They are being set free. Why? Because we are shining the light of God. We have op shop. 
We do it because we are shining the light so that others may see. We shine the light so that others may see love. We do Sundays the way that we do. We have four services on a Sunday, not only because our family is growing, uh, but because we are shining the light. We have had so many people say yes to Jesus this year. And so we do our Sunday services the way that we do them because we are shining the light so that people who don't know Jesus may see. We run children's programs every Sunday. Church, if you have children who are in our children's programs, I would love to encourage you uh, to prayerfully consider being part of the team uh, who take care of our tamariki. You see, we run children's programs every Sunday. We do it so that our young children can see. Nowadays, schools, society, and social media, they're trying to shine a different kind of a light on our children. And so it's important that we are teaching our children and shining the light of God so that they may see. We run Growth Track. We do Alpha Alpha Course. We, we encourage everyone to join small groups. We do it because we are shining the light so that others may see. We serve on the dream team. We say hello to people. We greet you with a smile, a good old hug, a great high five. We do it so that others may see. Actually, we have days like today, Vision Sunday, where we have an opportunity to give towards the vision of this church to reach, to serve, to influence. We do it because in our giving, in our sowing into the vision of this church, we are shining the light so that others may see. I can ask the team to join me. I want to close with a story this morning. There was a man uh, who told the story about how he was sitting on his porch. It was getting pretty dark and he saw this other man approach his house and this man who was approaching his house, he was a lamplighter and his job was to light all the lamps on the street. He would push his pole into the lamp and the lamp would light up. He'd go to the next one, do the same thing, push his pole into the into the light and it'll light, light up. He'd take his light to the next pole and push it in it and it'll light up. And the man sitting on his porch, he says that he couldn't see the lamp lighter anymore, but he knew exactly where the man was by the lights that he was lighting up all along the street until he left this avenue of light. You see, the lamp lighter, he couldn't be, he couldn't, he could not be seen, but his light could be seen. And that's the important thing. The lamplighter's job was just to light the lamps. His job wasn't to make himself seen. His job was to light the lamps. You see, church, it doesn't matter if they notice us or not. The important thing is that they see the light of God shining through us. We don't need to, be, to seek to be seen by men, but we need to shine so that men may see. Let your light so shine that men may see your good works, not you. Let me ask you this this morning. Can people tell where you are by the light that you kindle? Or is the only thing that they see is you? Do they see the light of God through you or do they only see you? Actually, if you were, leave, if you were to leave your job tomorrow, would your workmates even notice that there was a light shining there? If you were to leave your school and leave your uni tomorrow, would your friends and your teachers, would they even notice that there was a light shining there? Actually, if we were to take Elam Christian Center Manurewa out of Manurewa, would Manurewa even notice that there was a light shining here? Church, you are the light of the world. 
like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone going up and down Mahia Road will praise your heavenly Father. With every eye closed and every head bowed this morning, let's pray. God, we thank you that you've caught us out of darkness and into your marvelous light, Lord. And so this morning, God, I pray for courage. I pray for boldness, Lord. That as people who've been caught out of darkness into light, Lord, that we would not be afraid to shine your light so that others may see. We love you, Lord, and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen.